Let's face it, life isn't always the party we thought it would be. So how do we find the joy when we need it? And what if it's up to us to create it? That's where the Party On podcast comes in. Our goal, to shine the proverbial disco light on all the things that can make our lives easier, healthier, and a heck of a lot more fun. So we can enjoy the party we were all invited to, live our best lives, and dance like no one's watching. Oh, friends. Oh, friends, 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 friends. What is going on? It has been so long. So let's catch up. Anything big happen in the last six months since our podcast? I don't know. Anything weird, new, exciting, scary? Anything, I don't know, say anxiety inducing? No, just just status quo then, huh? You guys, I kid, but holy geez, what a roller coaster this year has been. And boy, have I missed y'all. When I finished up my last podcast in February, I was sick as a dog. I don't know if you remember, but in episode 10, I had just spoken live to a large group of people, and shortly after, I completely plummeted. And soon after that, COVID hit the States. And looking back, I think God was telling me to hunker down. He was saying, Allison, slow your roll. He has to yell that at me sometimes because Enneagram 7. But something big is coming. That's what he was trying to tell me. Something that is going to threaten your joy. I hadn't planned to take a massive break from the podcast. I just planned on getting better and then starting back up again. But the new COVID world, and I refuse to say the new normal, because what is normal anyways? But the new COVID world had completely different ideas. Like most of us, my kids were suddenly home permanently, and they have been ever since. And if I wasn't juggling enough already, or wearing enough hats, I added teacher to the list. Shout out to you teachers, we now appreciate you more than ever. And much like my organizing the house rule, I don't know if we've talked about that before, but when one thing comes in, one thing goes out, the same thing started to be true for my life. And in this case, I knew it had to be the podcast. Of all the things I do, this little show takes up the largest chunk of my time. And while I love it so much, and it is so good for my soul, I knew instinctively that my kids now needed that time. Several of you reached out and said, no, don't stop of all the times to hit pause. We need a podcast on joy right now. How to find joy in all the mess that is 2020. And don't think I didn't realize that. It was so stinking hard to stay disciplined and not hop on here and just do a quick show. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. And what made it even harder, you guys, is the amount of joy that doing this show brings me. So here we were in a miserable pandemic, all of us searching for joy, me knowing that this podcast brought me just that, yet I chose not to do it. And it was an actual calculated decision. But why? That's what we're going to talk about today, friends. So buckle up and get your notepads, because today we're talking all about 
protecting our joy. So in the last 10 episodes, yes, 10 episodes, if you are new here or haven't listened to them, I hope you will, because they give you a basis for what we're passionate about here, which is finding our joy. We tackled some of the thieves of joy, like expectations and self-doubt, and we will continue to talk about finding our joy. But there's a key topic that goes right along with that, and that's keeping it. I'm not sure if you're a football fan. I am not. <laughs> Let me just get that out there. It's the one sport I've never been really able to follow. I mean, if they wouldn't keep stopping the dang clock, I'd be interested, you know, longest, longest 15 minutes ever, just saying. But I pretty much get the basics, and I imagine you do too, right? Catch the ball, run with the ball, make a touchdown. But if there's one thing I do know about football, it's that they don't train football players to just catch the ball, right? I mean, they do way more than that in training camp. Well, maybe not the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. But really, can you imagine how clumsy a football game would be if the players had only learned to catch? In fact, I am pretty sure coaches will tell you that the important part is not catching the ball, but it's holding on to it that matters. It's cradling that ball against your chest. There's an actual form to it so that whatever comes your way, it's always safe and protected. It's clutching it tightly even when you're tackled to the ground because you want to keep that ball in play. And that, my friends, is how we have to treat our joy. I said a few episodes back that I am fiercely protective of my joy, and that's because I know what it's like to live without it. And if you've ever lost it so terribly, or for as long as I have, you will learn to do anything to hold on to it moving forward. And while there's several ways to do that, I'm about to tell you the number one hack that will change the game for you. Are y'all ready? Get a pen because I'm going to spell it out so you can write it down because it's kind of a complicated word, okay? Got a pen? Good. Okay. You ready? B-O-U-N-D-A-R-I-E-S. All right. Okay. Read it with me boundaries. Yes, boundaries. And you guys, I am horrible at boundaries. Well, wait, I say I'm horrible. I was horrible with boundaries, but I've managed to practice a lot in the last few years. So why are boundaries a joy hack, you ask? Because they are what's going to allow you to keep it and protect it. And I'm sure most of you know what boundaries are, or at least the basic definition. I'm actually going to link a great book in the notes of this podcast in case you don't know where to start. It changed the game for me completely. But something here is worth noting with boundaries. Boundaries are usually discussed in relation to others. So if the definition of boundary is setting a line or setting a separation, most times, we're drawing a line between us and someone else. 
But in this case, when it comes to our joy, I want you to think about the boundaries you set with yourself. Now, that may not be in isolation of others, but the actual boundaries are with you. And y'all, this is something we do every day without even realizing it. For example, I will not call my ex. I will not spend more than 30 minutes on social media today. I'm pretty sure we're all feeling miserably at that one. These are all personal boundaries we set with our own minds, our own hearts, and our own time. We decide what is out of bounds for our own lives. And anything that is out of those bounds does not help our end game. So in order to find your joy and protect it, you have to be the keeper of it. So bear with me as we go back into football. You have to be the receiver on the football field. Because if you're a receiver, not only do you have to worry about tripping up yourself, but there are also people all over the dang field, flat out trying to seal the ball from you. Get what I'm saying here? Welcome to 2020. People, things, instances, all over the dang place trying to tackle us down and take our joy. And as awesome as it would be to be a receiver in a football game and to set boundaries, again, I'm using air quotes, by clearly communicating to the other players, do not take my ball, please. (laughs) I'm not sure that that would work. It's much more about the boundary you set with yourself to protect that ball. Then you can set boundaries with others accordingly. Sometimes that's saying no to distractions. And sometimes that's just plain discipline. And sometimes that's even saying no to things that bring you joy. So that you can focus on the things that bring you the most joy. Like your children. There isn't just one thing that brings you joy in your world. And I want you guys to really, really understand that. If you pay attention, there's actually a hierarchy of joy in your life. And if you can identify that, you can ultimately protect it at all costs with every hit and every tackle. It was hard as heck for me to set that boundary back in February that I would not do this podcast. And it was even harder for me to keep that boundary, if I'm being honest. But in the end, I kept my joy. And that made that sacrifice completely worth it. Now, do you have to be a boundaries expert to use them in 2020 and protect your joy? No, that's the good news. I will say the better you get at boundaries, the happier your life will be in general. But if you're just venturing out into the world of boundaries, just recognizing them and setting them is a great start. And since this is more of an abstract topic, I hope you stuck with me through the football reference. We are definitely doing the action items today. I mean, do you even know me? So get ready. Three ways you can work through this whole protecting the ball thing. Number one, assigning value. We have to know what to protect before we protect it, right? So, you know Marie Kondo and her amazing book about organizing. In that book, she tells you to ask one question about every single thing you're trying to make a decision about in your life, whether you want to let it go or not. She says to hold it and ask, 
does it spark joy? Which I found so interesting applying that question to things because what I've always done is apply that question to things in my life. This is what I want you guys to do. This is your homework and do it on pen and paper if you have to. You have to assign a value to certain things so you can protect the things that spark you up like crazy. And that seems like a lot of work, but really this is something we do without realizing it all the time. Because every time we say yes to something in our lives, we're saying no to something else. And we have to realize that. And that something else that you're saying no to by saying yes might be something that brings you joy. So assigning value will only help you in making those decisions. Number two, now that you know the things that tend to spark joy in your life, I want you to rank them. Yes, rank them. Like I said before, there's an actual hierarchy of joy in your life, whether you realize it or not. So I want you to put these things in order of what brings you the most joy down to the least. And this is going to help you moving forward, know what decisions to make. Number three, actually making the hard decisions. You guys, you're going to have to get nasty with this. If you're serious about protecting your joy, you have to be disciplined. And if you want to hold on to that joy, you have to let go of some of the distractions. You're going to have to let go of fear and intimidation. You're going to have to let go of smaller things like social media, being on there less. You're going to have to let go of others' opinions of what you are choosing for joy. And you're going to have to focus and hold on tighter than you ever have. But the beautiful part of making these hard decisions is that it puts the ball back in your court. It puts you back in control of your joy. And to me, you guys, that's what 2020 has been all about. Identifying my joy where I can find it. It's been so much harder than usual because we haven't had access to so many of the things that spark joy for us. And in fact, we've had some pretty big tackles. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've even been down for the count a few times. And that's okay, as long as I take care of myself to recover, as long as I know where the ball is, where my joy is, and what I'm fighting for. Get up, grab the ball, and hold on tight. I feel like I need to give a coach's pep talk today after (laughs) this episode. Something about clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. No? Okay, how about this? Eye on the ball, friends. You got this. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We try to keep these short so you can listen while you're doing the dishes or driving to work. And to be honest, I want you to be doing all the things that bring you joy. So you don't need to spend all day listening to me. But if you've enjoyed today's episode, please forward to family and friends or give us a friendly rating on Apple Podcasts. We would be so grateful. That is how our show gets seen and spread, and it's how we spread the joy. This show is sponsored by none other than the Festive Farm Co., where we make meaningful gifts that encourage joy, healing, and even a little laughter. 
you can head on over and shop the holiday collection to send a little joy in 2020. Because guys, we all need it. I hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next time. Party on.